bandwidth for the Weird Things podcast provided by Wired Tree. For sites of any size and world-class customer service, head on over to wiredtree.com. Hello and welcome to After Things. I'm Adrian Mean, joined by Brian Brushwood. Hello. And Mr. Bryce Birthday Boy Castillo. Oh, that's me. Hello, everybody. 30, 31 years young. Mm. 31. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, oh getting wistful. <laughs> Whimsical looks across <laughs> the room. <laughs> it was literally one of those, like, I don't even know what I did that year. I have no idea. Um, so uh, remember it all. Use some use your things software, Bryce, to remember it all. Okay. So uh, we're not here to talk about you, Bryce. Is you know, <laughs> except you're trying to shoot on your way to the conversation. Yes. So Brian, yeah, dude, um, you you did a you did a thing with Justin. Yep, and you, uh, you made a thing about the greatest con that saved civilization. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd think that it's like, well, now the pressure's off. You did the thing. Oh, wait, it's well beloved. Well, now the pressure is really off. What? You did the thing and it's spent one full week as the number one top trending podcast on all of pocket casts. Well, the pressure must really be off to which I can now honestly say, <laughs> um, <laughs> what is what do, is it is it an expectations thing do you think that you've you're do you, do you feel like society is building up expectations for you um, is that what mm, 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 mm. well uh, i know that before we released the thing mm-hmm. we were able to to sit and giggle and and feel good about uh, the secret thing that we were working on and then it became not secret and uh, and now other people get to make decisions about how they feel about it and talk about it in public and so on. Uh, and in that regard, again, I'm, I'm super, super happy. If you look uh, uh, in the category of history on Apple uh, podcasts, you'll notice that there are 560 reviews and the average review. And I know I know that the law of large numbers comes for us all eventually, but the average is five out of five, which is. <laughs> Uh, uh, fair, fairly remarkable in in my experience looking at podcasts, right? Yeah, and then you're, uh, you're still number fourteen in all in all history podcasts, right? And then uh, uh, and and still number one trending in pocket casts. And so uh, uh, so like last night, I texted Justin. I was like, "Look, um, uh, I am aware that 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 sooner or later, we're uh, it won't be true. So I'm going to say it while it's true. Uh, at this moment, we have the number one trending." top rated podcast on the planet because you can't do better than number one and you can't do better than, than five out of five. (laughs) And so, uh, I'm trying, I'm trying very hard to enjoy the moment and, and let it be whatever it's going to be. And, uh, there, there are brief flashes of what are we going to do next? How fast do we start? You know, we got to keep this momentum going. We should already be, Pitching it as a TV show, we sh- we should we should we should. Um, I suspect that not much of the those thoughts are very healthy for me to be having. And um, I so- think you just it's I I don't think that they are bad thoughts. 
I think you can't let yourself get a, get washed away in all of them all at once. Especially because at the same time, uh, we are now one week and one day away from relaunching our Tuesday night shenanigans and mm-hmm. uh, figuring out where we want to go from there. It's um, uh, I, I was absolutely delighted. We were talking between the shows about how I had two whole days of nothing to do. And I was shocked at how quickly I pivoted into uh, needing something to do. <laughs> and and uh, I feel like I feel like uh, Andrew has number one a lot more experience in this sort of boom and bust release cycle, and probably has some psychological advice for for keeping one's cool uh, in times like these. Uh, I'm lucky in that like. In publishing, my role is carved out for me, okay? Because I'm in this groove where I do two books a year and I furiously write a book, panic that it's not going to be good enough, do whatever I need, get it over the finish line, get it to my editors, then get it back, polish it, get it off, then spend several months not thinking about books. Then I get, oh, there's a deadline coming up, another book due. And then when it comes time for release of the book, I can. I do what I can to do that. What I think is smart, I don't jump through all the hoops that are put in front of me. And then I know that it's going to be, it's even even if you're ascending, it's going to be like this and be down a bit. And this, then up a bit. And this, up a bit. When Naturalist came out, that was my first book with Amazon Publishing. I pushed and I got very lucky because I got selected to be an Amazon Prime first, which meant that I was going to get that really, really, really lucky slot of getting having every Prime member would be able to read it for free, which would give you the boost in reviews. Mm. And I thought, okay, cool. That means it's kind of my work is done. I'm like, no, my work's not done. And because the day it came out for everybody else, I pushed like hell and I watched it get, I watched it get on that first week, number one for all books. And you're like, oh man, look at this. This is amazing. And I'm like, cool. Look what I did. Then it was second week, number one for all books. And you're like, oh, this is cool. Does it stay? I mean, it can't stay there forever. How long will it stay? And then it ended up being seven weeks. But I knew after that, I'm never going to have a book do that again. Never going to have that again. And that's the part that the um, uh, the the uh, part of me talking to myself says, hey, man, seems like the only way to really screw this up is to not even enjoy the illusion while you have it. No, <laughs> you know what you're, I mean? <laughs> you're, but you're in a different position because I got the best signal boost you could ever hope for, which was getting selected, you know, that 70 million email that goes out from Amazon. You guys, this is your first, let's do a really well-produced project together like this. You're going to be, it, it may be a stair step down a bit, but it's going to be a big ascendancy. You're going to see that. I'm, I know I'm not going to top, you know, that with a naturalist because of the boost. Like, Girl Beneath the Seed, it got that same boost, and it did fantastic, but the world had changed. You're in a position where every time you guys, come, the team comes together, think of yourself as a rock band, okay? You're not musicians performing at the pizzeria. You're not, you're not people that have to go every Friday night and go do a show, your rock band. When that band comes together and does something cool, there's going to be all the fans you had before. There's going to be all the fans you picked up from the last thing, and you're going to have that platform's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. So I'm saying you're in a different position, and and 
you you may see a drop because it might be next time's a topic that maybe won't be as exciting, but the product will be great. But that's like with books, I realize like I can't judge myself by one book. I've got to have a pattern of books because sometimes a book will hit. You know, Dan Brown, like people go, oh, Da Vinci Code, Da Vinci, da Vinci Code was the second book. The, the first book was not as engaging as the second one, right? But that second one, he dealt with religion, all that sort of stuff. And mm-hmm. my point to say is like, you sometimes it's that topic. And so you're in a great position. You're in a great, enjoy this. Don't stress. It, it wasn't like the wish fairy came down and said, ah, you get the one wish and now you're done. Well, and you know, uh, now uh, you, you and the, as, as, as a bit of, of, of uh, advice that I, I hope you would agree with, um, uh, we also got a bit of a signal boost uh, that, that we did not expect to see coming uh, in that I reached out to uh, uh, Jack Recyder of Darknet Diaries and, uh, and said, hey, do you, would you mind putting a trailer at the end of the thing? And his response was, normally this is my week off. How about if I just run all of episode one? And it's like, Bleh. and so, I mean, that's tens of thousands of listens oh, yeah. to the entire thing. So, so uh, uh, as Justin and I were talking about it, it's like, you, you don't know which of these scratch off lottery tickets is going to end up uh, paying off. But, but you do know that, that if you, if you help enough people and you make enough friends that, that when you get to a, an inflection point like this, then the odds are pretty good. That's that, that uh, what's the old saying? Uh, luck is where, preparedness meets opportunity you know right but i mean there's there's that was a boost that was a great boost the biggest boost probably is going to be when you guys do something and apple's going to feature it yeah yeah that that probably in podcasting that's probably the number one signal boost and maybe because i don't i don't know how i mean i'm trying to imagine what would be a bigger boost like with books it used to be the oprah book club that was the biggest boost and then i think i think the amazon prime reads is the biggest signal boost in books for podcasting, I don't know, but I would think maybe it's that Apple feature. This is our favorite thing because yeah. I mean that's part of the. the, the I mean, then the, the only bigger thing I can think of other than that is like you enter the news cycle, and for whatever reason, the next big thing in podcasting is on the top of some popular medium post, and and like, and, the, but but and, and that's major breakout, you know, crossover crossover exposure. Uh, why did why did like making a murderer become so popular? Because it was the media talking about the media. The media got to talk about a media product. There was way better. I mean, they're not knocking that that one, but there was great stuff out there before. But the media didn't want to cover that because that was outside of them. When NPR produced this thing, you're like, well, those are for it. Well, this will now. Oh, podcasts have finally come of age. They find like really, really. This was this was. Well, I wonder what happened. Like. Oh, your friends made this. Got it. And now it's a story. So yeah, the media boost can help a lot. So uh and it is a great podcast. And it tried started a trend. Don't want to knock it. Uh Bright Bryce had a unique experience that that uh, you uh, feel free to talk about to whatever extent you think there's anything in, interesting to say, but but right. like uh uh we 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 were so secretive about this that uh, I think we were working on episode three before Bryce even heard a, a tickle of episode one or for, something like that. For months, this and, and other projects, for there were there were months where Brian where Brian would say, "I got to go record this thing," and I don't I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> um, I I mean that that was just definitely a weird thing because I feel like I 
I could be trusted. <laughs> Normally, you don't fall. I could be trusted at least, at least to know what's going on, so I know well, where you're running off to or whatever. But and I'll, let me correct myself. I meant serial, by the way, instead of making a murderer. Uh, but to the point, to serial. Sorry, serial. Thank you for correcting me in the chat. To, to to the secrecy point, though, Bryce, is that having those guys having that space to go do the thing and not have to talk about it or answer questions or what's going on with this, because sometimes it's a very you know, Brian and Justin are weird dudes. Everybody involved. With that. I mean, it's that, that and, and the, the collaboration there. You know, it's like you know, like heart to heart. When they met, it was you know, yeah. uh, explosion, whatever. But anyhow, point is, particularly, and only one member of these this 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 team, which I'm not going to name names, but this person is very, very, very sensitive of what he predicts will be criticism or notes. Giving him the space, not naming anybody here, <laughs> giving him the space to do the thing, mm -hmm. try it out, trust his partner in this, to trust the judgment of the other person, and not let, not saying this other person sometimes out, outside influences, sometimes make him go around like a pachinko ball. Not saying this. No, never say that about here. whoever this person is. It's like putting two people in a studio and just letting the band get their thing done get, yeah. and not, not, not saying this person needs approval, certain steps along the way, not saying that, but to just have that, that team get together, make it inside there and then go out when it's time is a great, I think was a great formula. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and my comment was not to say I needed, I wanted to be involved, like, but, 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 it, but, but, but just hearing like, that, that oh. that's not normally well, like, like it would be a, th it would be a thing where Brian would be like, "Oh, I got to record World's Greatest Con. I'll see you in a bit." I'm like, "What the fuck? What? What is that? I don't even know." What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, but it's, uh, it's, it, I, I, I'm, you know, it, I think if you told me it took this long for Brian and Justin to do a new podcast together, I would beat the shocked Pikachu face for all time. Like it's, <laughs> well, it is, it is, it is kind of crazy that it's taken this long for you guys to do another thing together, honestly. But the great thing was like, I think the magic is like, it was just going into the studio and just getting the thing done. I think that I can't emphasize how much it was just to not to do it without eyes on it, it was a really smart move. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, Anthony Carboni had a, had a, a great point in the chat. Um, uh, the short version, you just make it good. You work your hardest and every few things catches that wave. And, and you know what? Like I, uh, so this is, this is a two, a two part thing. So there's a, a Twitter account that I really like following called at fleets good. And that is run by Lydia Burrell, who is also a, a tweeter. And what he does is whenever he gets the, the feeling, he goes on like Facebook or whatever and finds all of these, uh, he finds, uh, mm, uh, how would I call it? Bulk video. He finds bulk video that is made on the internet. Something that's stuff that's very popular gets seen a lot, and not really good. Like you would watch it, and like oh maybe a, a ch maybe a child would like this because it's kind of simple, but but very uh, uh, what I think is low quality, high view content. And over the past week or so, I've been going back uh, for whatever reason, been very reminiscent with with Scam Nation. I think because I'm doing less editing with it, but. Uh, you know, going back and watching, like we we put on a really great show. Tight. It's a, Tight. it. It is a fantastic. It is TV quality. It is better than TV quality material. Um, and we. <laughs> Can I say something? 
Because, like, I would hear, like, time to, like, oh, you know, maybe we t- we're talking to a production company, talking to a production I'm like, you are an effing production company. <laughs> All the stuff you're doing is better than many of the production companies I've worked with. And I was, I, and I've said, told you this. I'm, I'm glad you guys are really, I'm like, but, 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 no, but like yeah, you guys are. You, but, you, you, you but, also, but, as a creator, understand that blind spot that, that you can't, yeah. uh, 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 it's only after that it's done that you could, that you could allow yourself yeah, to I'm, see, you know? I, I, but I mean, I was arrogant. I, I created a production company because I, I got an office at Universal Studios in Orlando. I'm like, I'm a production company, and I didn't have what you had. They didn't have there was there was an office with a desk in it. You know, I didn't have the talent and the people doing this. And I think for you, it's that like it's that ah uh, somebody I need permission to call myself this. Mm-hmm. Well, and 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 and, and uh, 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 Bryce. Oh, but uh, 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 sorry. The 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 final nail in my point was. Uh, I, uh, like I mentioned, I'm doing a little less editing on Scam Nation, and so I think I have a little more distance where I can just sit back and like watch like for 20 or 30 minutes a bunch of old videos that we did, and they're great. And you get a new kind of objective perspective, but you kind of have to have some form of distance to get there. And I think right now, where at, because you know episode three just came out, there's going to be a fourth and a fifth episode, and so you probably have a couple more weeks of that of that process of adding some distance to view the view the show and its success a little more objectively um, and kind of sort out in your own head what what expectations you want to set for yourself for you and Justin on the next for the next season or the next story or the next whatever uh, and uh, along that line Andrew um, one of the hardest things because uh, and you and I have talked about this where it's like the hardest thing is to give yourself permission to take yourself seriously the the character, as of of Brian Brushwood as portrayed in World's Greatest Con, because there's really kind of three stories. There's the the individual 40-minute story that we're telling as it ties into the four-episode-long con that's being done, but the ongoing thing will be this character of Brian Brushwood casually telling story after story of, well, I remember this time, or like, like the very first thing I say is, uh, and I would want to punch my own face if I said it 10 years ago, is... There's a phrase in my line of work. You can't con an honest John. Which, ooh, what a punchable thing! Yeah. If if I Webster's were... Dictionary defines confidence man as. But uh, but 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 at the age of forty six, uh, and having been around the block, I felt no hesitation. Just you know, leaning back, half empty glass. You know, uh, it, uh, talking that way. Uh, that's a character that would have been an ill fitting suit fifteen years ago. But 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 I feel like I could pull off now. I I hear you. I had a I had a uh, ten years ago. I was in the office's Discovery Channel with my agent, and he knew that I wanted to do something for Discovery Channel. He says, "Oh, let me take you by and talk to talk to Wayne." We go talk to Wayne. He goes, "Hey, this is Andrew. This in this Wayne, whatever you know, he's looking for Discovery Channel." He goes, "Too young." That was it. And they it know what they want. Three years, three years later. Three years later. Hey, I want to do the Swimming Sharks. Perfect. And it was just that, <laughs> you know, it was literally that, that was in Indian. And it was like, okay, yeah, you, you will fit. You're, you're, you're old, you're, you're old and still stupid. So that works at our advantage. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it, and, and I think that to some degree, like I never, it has never occurred to me in the entire time that I've listened to Dan Carlin on hardcore history, whenever he, takes a quick side jag to remind you of his radio days and to explain a little bit about how drive time radio works and the type of people and how the suits would tell him to do this or that. I 
100% have no doubt all of those stories are true. Uh, for, for me at the age of, 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 uh, uh happy birthday, Bryce, uh, 31, <laughs> it'd be all like, okay, what do you, what do you, what do you been, uh, solo all of five years? Okay. Yeah. I'm sure you're a real expert in scams and cons kid, you know, <laughs> whereas, whereas, uh, with, with age comes this kind of, you know, authenticity that I think really matters for this particular project. When a lot of it is confidence. I mean, if you didn't feel if you didn't feel like your values that you just described, Ray, age and experience, uh, if you felt like you didn't meet that, then your recording would have been different. You, like you may not have even done that type of persona or personality because you you'd feel like, like confidence is so important with this, and uh, uh, you you ex- it turns out you're pretty good at exuding that. <laughs> better, better now than I used to be. Uh, so, so, uh, Andrew, you, you said something that kind of blew my mind in that you said, yeah, your biggest push is the one that's going to come from Apple. And I realized it was just now, as you said those words that I realized, oh, each season we have a beginning and an end and both are reasons, uh, for, uh, for us to reach out and, um, I'm going to guess that somebody at Apple is going to find it a little bit eyebrow raising that, you know, it's 600, <laughs> however many reviews that the average is five stars and it seems to be doing well. All of a sudden I'm realizing, oh yeah, that's, that's no BS. That really can happen. That's, that's, that's yeah. extraordinary. They, uh, I mean, they're always, I'm sure they're always looking for something to put in that slot. So here's, here's the thing. By the way, um, you take me serious now. I, I do. Or how about now? Oh! Clark Kent. Oh, my goodness. How about how Well, gentlemen, let me explain to you how this works. Ready for my TED Talk, okay? Yes. This guy you'd listen to talk about. This guy, nah, whatever. Nah. But anyhow, um, this is the thing I discovered. When you get, like, you have an audience. You, you already, like, a big part of what you're doing right now is reaching your existing. One, you got the boost from other people, but you have your audience and really adjacent audiences. So there's everybody who, who likes the stuff you and Justin do. Then there's that people kind of around you. And that's why you're, you're going to get great reviews. When you get a big signal boost that puts you way outside of there, where some grandmother who, like, who's looking for, you know, podcasts on pudding or something finds it, you will find new fans, which is how you get growth. There's the chance that you're going to get I saw this where I would have like my first you know my first several hundred reviews would be amazing five star then when it got that really big boost and it went to a way way wider audience and it was pushed in front of people that I wouldn't think would like it but I'd still get good but I would notice it would kind of I, I kind of regress to like you know between you know, like four and a half or somewhere around there but that's good because that means oh this is going to a wide audience when you see it too perfect you're like Look at the fav- look at your favorite thing, podcast or TV show or movie, and look what the reviews for it are. Uh, it's gonna go. It's yeah. It, as, as a matter of fact, the version I think of uh, one of the things that we would look for in a scam school release is I always took it as a bad thing when we had ninety nine percent thumbs up because that meant that the algorithm was only releasing to within our own bubble and it was not actually pushing yep. outside. So, so likewise for this moment, I'm enjoying five out of five stars <laughs> is a very fun well, on the should. new podcast. That's the proof you need. So, Correct. so the proof is it you like for me as a writer, when I put it out there and if the people who know my stuff before are giving me great reviews that I know, okay, I did the thing I did. I did the thing I was supposed to do. 
you know, and then figuring out, you know, how to make it grow beyond that is next steps, but it means taking bigger risks and stuff. But like, yeah, like I think you're, when you get the, like, I, like I said, like you pointed out, the more you do this, the bigger the chance of signal, every book I do. And also every series, like I like, you know, I'm doing, I merged two series and then I'm launching I merged two series. I launched one series and I might do another. I might do a third series. Cause I kind of like the point of having a new series to bring in a new audience. Uh, so, yeah. Well, and, a, and likewise, what I'm hoping for, um, I, I think there will be a bit of excitement over the next two weeks as we wrap up season one. Uh, we will have to privately figure out how fast we want to hustle on season two. We have, we already have ideas for both season two and season three. I'm very excited about both of them. Um, how long the gap will be in between. I don't know, but I do know this much. I know that, 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 uh, as, as the very wise novelist, uh, Andrew Maine told me, uh, nothing promotes your first book more than your second book and, and on and on and on and on. That's the best, uh, thing you could do. Yeah. Like it's every new, every new vector, every new vector to reach new audience. Yeah. D and doing stuff seasonal is very different from doing something every week. I mean, uh, like I wrapped up Marbles season one a few months ago and I'm still like simmering right now, just doing it every other week and getting ready for the new thing, opening up space to check out another thing. And so you kind of need to see what you you might want to accomplish before season two. Is there are there format structural things? Are there technical things that might need some time to work out? How is the writing process? Try out a longer or a shorter writing process um, and you'll just kind of have to trial by fire on on that but i think as long as you don't pressure yourself into saying like we must immediately make this every week like like you're on the, the seasonal path and uh stick stick with that because it's that is a little bit of less is more of where right. it is a here is a box and we're building the box and the box is done now the box is out for everybody and it takes as long as it, it needs a big a big change too is one of the things is like the received the wisdom that we get from people is often informed by what made sense three or four years ago or five years as we hear like oh best to release your newsletter on tuesday what happens when everybody knows tuesday another thing that was a big change in the last six or seven years was really the subscribe button and the subscribe button means do it at your own pace. Don't worry. They're they're not like, oh, it's Wednesday. I better go to my computer and see if there's a new episode of Tiddlyweeks, you know? Right. No, it doesn't work that way. It means I'm feed. following you. Yeah. Right. Hey, it's been eight months since this guy put up a new video. But I know because I subscribe to the channel and isn't it awesome? Like Defunct Land's a great example of that. That was a show that like Kevin Perger does on his own damn sweet time. But when he produces something, you watch the views that gets, like Red Letter Media, you watch the views they get in the first 48 hours. That is not it going viral. That's all their subscribers going, finally. Yeah. Uh, Red Letter Media is also a really good uh, refutation of the, mm, the, 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 the sweet heroine, <laughs> too many metaphors, the sweet hero heroine of, of, of um, uh, uh, homogeneity. Like, like there's a temptation to say, well, this is what works. Keep doing the same thing. Every video must be a Plinkett video. Mm -hmm. But instead, they they introduce, they force-fed all this cast of characters, this different type of show where they go watch old crap with review or where they just do these low-fidelity Mike and Jay talk about or where they do half in the bag and then or other times these highly polished Plinkett videos. 
And uh, in the early days, it was wild because you could tell people really didn't like, they're like, I'm here for the one thing. Mm -hmm. But now they're, they, they, they've built out this cast and crew. And now people are like, uh, yeah, I like all their stuff. They're great. Uh, and and that, is, that is a hard decision to make. And I'm glad they made the right one. I have a, a weird piece of advice for somebody who's trying to do something in social media is take a medium and use it the way you'd use another medium. And that could be like, I've seen some creators I know who are doing longer form videos will all of a sudden pop up a minute, a minute or two minutes. And they're using it like they would do TikTok. And part of it's because, oh, I made this content here. Let me put this there. There are some people on Twitter that will do these really long tweets now because it's easier to put them together. And it's like, oh, think, think about like, how would you use YouTube like Twitter? If you put a, up, a video up a couple times a day about something or whatever, you might have an audience that loves that. You know, and you might and the same thing with Twitter, you might be like, oh, why don't I just do longer form reads on, on Twitter? It sounds contrarian, but you see that a lot with 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 news writers in that, like, hey, sometimes people won't click the link in the article. So you kind of have to make a tweet thread that is about mm -hmm. most of the information. You're still yeah. getting reads, maybe not hits on the company website, but people are reading your work and that is adapting to people's behaviors. You know, it's one thing to say, I wish people would just click on the website more, but it's another thing to say, I'm just going to meet them where they are. And the people who will will eke over a little by little will, or maybe not. And maybe that's just the way that news so, is delivered. I'm sure Twitter would love that. I don't think I don't think I had the chance to tell you, Andrew, um, about the most extraordinary email I've ever sent on my email list. Did, did we talk about this yet? No. Uh, so uh, since, we're, since we're in the After Things Club and we tend to speak frankly about these things, um, I think I've mentioned before that I've got a number of different lists, but sort of the big list, uh, the one that I've been working on since the mid-90s, uh, has about 123,000 total names on it. Uh, Which is and, insane. Uh, 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 yes, it's it was even more insane until I imported it and uh, <laughs> and and Mailchimp were like, "Yeah, these fifty thousand are all garbage, and <laughs> just let me do you the favor of wiping these out." <laughs> but um, uh, I did two things that I think might be really really good advice. Number one, uh, uh, so to, uh, the uh, uh, okay, so the campaign. Uh, I titled short message, Apple podcast, world's greatest con 0% clicks, total clicks, total clicks are, uh, oh, 61 sent to 123,000 people. Six, 61 people clicked, clicked anything. Any, Not 61%, 61, 61.0 people. Just, <clears throat> okay. However, so the open rate. 51%, 62,456 opens when it's sent. And the trick was, I did not make anything a trackable link. I told people the story. I said, if you care, here's, and, I, and I, I did not make it a clickable link because I knew that anybody who was using Gmail or Outlook or any client worth a damn was automatically going to take that HTTPS YouTube video and make it into a link. Now I won't be able to track it, but, but, but they could still get to it. Even if they don't get to it, they get the story. Then I did a resend to people who didn't open it and got another 30% open rate. So, uh, so in total, um, uh, uh, it's the biggest campaign ever at, uh, at 75,000 opens 
uh, and and uh, the headline was four words: uh, "Quick favor, it's important." And uh, and it was plain English saying, "Hey, we got a thing right now. We're at this uh, time. Minutes matter. Uh, if if you want to go find it, go find it." And that's that. Which which is tough with with podcasts because everyone has a different app. There are different directories. People have different types of phones, different, sometimes they're not on their phone, sometimes they're on their computer. Like with, with podcasts, you kind of have to have a leap of faith of saying, this is what it's called. Please go find it. You will find it. Um, but there's not, there's not a way where uh, there are, there might be there, there, there might be, but there's not really a thing that we all know about. That's like, this is the way the podcast that you can send people for your podcast and they will have all of the available links or, or what have you. You just have to say, Hey, Podcast listeners are technically are generally technically a little more advanced, so I need you to figure out how to search it yourself um, because there's kind of not a lot more you can do other than say it's the Apple Podcast app and hits the link because a lot of people don't like that. Which which does a few things. Number one, it makes it harder to to act like we're gaming any anything. <laughs> like literally, we're not we're not. It's like, like you're, I'm, but you're go, not. Go find it. Please. There's no there's <laughs> no acting. You're literally not. You're saying, please listen to my thing. Right, and it, and it's also a, a good filter um, to to make sure that the the type of people who are going to go do something are the type of people who probably are really going to enjoy the show uh, because uh, what you don't want to do is force feed anyone anywhere. Uh, comment brought up RSS feeds. RSS feeds are great, but part of the reason you provide the links to those uh, podcast uh, portals is that that's how you everybody who clicks with the subscribe to there boosts the likelihood they'll be recommended to somebody else. Right. So it's that the crazy world of the algorithm. Yeah, like like I I use Overcast for podcasts, and I could have put the RSS link. It's got it has it it built in, and and it works fine. But I just wanted to type it in and have it have it be there like there's a certain amount of just it's a little activity but that little convenience it's the size of a sand grain but that will get people that will affect people's habits uh Simeter 54 wants to know if i mentioned why we made the separate email list for the podcast um because uh uh, uh i think legally you're su- you were supposed to uh oh no 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 well i believe i believe uh, uh the fan list I get to say, "Hey, are you a fan of anything?" I could, I could, I could share fan stuff to anyone who signed up for the fan list. Um, but, but I don't want to build a reputation of not being relevant to their interests. And if you take the time to sign up not once but twice, uh, uh, both for the general fan list and again for this specific project, then I could feel totally good about sending, "Hey, here's some funny outtakes." Also, episode three just dropped. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. And then, then uh, the the likelihood that anybody will be upset is is significantly reduced. Yeah. Gentlemen, do we want to do picks? Um, uh, I'll do the reverse. I was saying Loki earlier. I'll say Rick and Morty now. <laughs> You're right. I it was, love it that was, episode. It was, it was it was a fine return to form. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, I just want mm-hmm. just to I I want to spoil, but like part of what worked there was. Rick is godlike powers. Rick looks like kind of like Iron Man at the later stages of there's like Tony Stark basically is a magical guy can anything can have. When you put him in a situation where technology can't solve it, then it gets kind of interesting. And that's what I liked about it. Mm. Because he had to, he had to uh, he had to solve it by um uh coming to an understanding with someone. <laughs> yes. Very cool. Uh uh you know what? I'm going to uh pick 
um, uh, for my pick, I will pick. Uh, I think it's controversial. I think it's not. It's definitely not the same thing uh, that it was before, which I'm sure we'll cover more on tonight. Uh, but you know what? I'm finding a certain amount of uh, uh, of appreciation for Hannibal season three, which is is definitely a different thing. It it is really not trying to tell a story. I don't think. I think it's it's a lot of character portraits, but I think it's very interesting. Uh, an interesting decision um and it's a short season three so um uh uh that yeah that'll, I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to the conversation mainly because i, I want to hear the case for it because i'm 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 having a tough time with it and and the case is it's it's not the same show yeah and you and i don't like having to to, <laughs> to put it so bluntly but um that's uh, a fine way to put it, though. That's it's kind of where um, it's at. Uh, hey, a little birdie told me that VMix crashed. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to be looking at Brian for the rest of the uh, the show. Uh, Andrew, do you have a pick? I do have a pick. And by the way, the gentleman who wrote the episode of Rick and Morty last night is writing Ant-Man and Wasp and Quantumania. Ooh. Whoa. Nice. <laughs> I guess you're, when you're typecast for interdimensional stuff. Um, I, I finally broke down and I got myself the new iPad, uh, iPad Pro. I got the 11-inch. Um, I enjoy it a lot. The speed, everything else is noticeable from like I had the generation before. The pencil is amazing because you just it just clicks to the side and charges. Mm -hmm. So and you know, there are a lot of great options out there. If you're a Microsoft person, you like Surface, if you just want a regular tablet, whatever. But if you're looking for if you're gonna spend a lot of time on an iPad like I do, it's cool. And one of the things I like is if you just take the pencil and just start drawing it just right out of the bat, it just oh, starts cool. working and there's no buttons on. So anyhow, uh, I've been having fun with that. I use a the matte paper screen protector on it because I don't like that pencil on the super glossy surface. So mm. that's my pick. Here we go. Cool. It's been after. The Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>